just tuned into Let's Talk Property, your go-to source for the ultimate know-how on all things real estate. I'm Tim Castro, representing one agency, Port Macquarie Warhope. I'm Talisha Butsworth, delivering insights from Island Sands Asset Management in Gladstone, alongside Kelly Iliff from Hunter Property Management. Whether you're a seasoned industry professional, a savvy investor, a potential tenant, or someone with a genuine interest in all things property, this podcast has been carefully crafted for your unique perspective. Let's Talk Property isn't just a podcast. It's your weekly guide to real estate. We're here to make things clear, share knowledge, and keep you entertained on all aspects of the property scene. Get ready for in-depth conversations with industry leaders, analysts of property market trends, and stories that resonate with everyone navigating the world of real estate. If you're looking to buy or sell, invest or rent, or simply stay informed about the property market, join us. Let's Draw Property is your compass for all things property know-how. We have been talking about, obviously, our careers in general, which leads us to going back and thinking about well, what we wish we knew when we first started out in property management because it's such like a long journey. I think we've been doing property management for like a similar amount of time and we there's have. like so much that I know now that I That I wish someone, like then. I wish like a big sister had come in and like basically sat me down and said, right, these are the things that you need to know and that you need to do. But with good intention, not with the intention of, oh, this is going to make my life easier in this yeah. world. I'm going to, like, use you. Yeah. 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 It's the person, it's someone to guide you, I guess, as well. Like, I mean, my mum probably told me something, but I didn't really think about it at the time because she's my mum. didn't really listen because, yeah. Sorry, Mum, if you listen to me. We love, we love you, Sandy. We, we love you. I'll listen. I'll listen to you. <laughs> I listen to her now because she pays my wages. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, let's get into number let's one. Get, let's get into number one. So show initiative but don't take on too much above your pay grade. I think this one came from me. So I think that you want to show initiative and do your job and say, hey, what else can I do? What else can I help with? Will you teach me how to do this? Will you teach me how to do that so I don't have to bother you with these questions anymore? But at the same time, I feel like getting caught up in like taking too much initiative, you accidentally end up taking on more responsibility in your pay grade and it ends up coming to a point in time where you're like, stressed to the max and your wage isn't reflecting what you're actually doing but it's not your job it's just something that you've agreed to take on so I think it's important to just make sure that you're taking initiative but don't let it consume you or take you away from what your role actually is yeah absolutely and I think one of the other things to add to that as well is that if someone asks you to do something and you don't know how to do it and they show you how to do it don't automatically assume that that's now your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you decide to take on like an open home, for example, don't expect that you'll have to do open homes every week. And again, if you're going to take on something extra, do you have time in your week of your, already, uh, yeah, of your already allotted responsibilities to take that on? 
or you know do you need something taken off your plate to be able to take on that responsibility moving forward and they're really fair conversations to be having with your seniors and with your um, directors about hey I'm so happy to take this on I love learning new things but it doesn't fit into my schedule right now so what can we what can we yeah yeah. yeah, or exactly. it, it's just leading you into taking that next step. So if you are like working as a receptionist, your next step would probably be like leasing or an assistant property manager. So are you taking those next steps to move into that next role of your career as well? And is that is that an opportunity that your employer is providing you? Mm. Like are they happy for you to learn these things and then take on a role or is there not a role available for you? Available. Because if there's yeah. not a role available then it might be wasted time. There's no harm yeah. in learning those skills if that's where you want to get in the future, but just make sure you're communicating, hey, like I want to learn these skills because this is a role I want to step into in the future. Because I think there's been times where myself or I've seen other people are expecting that they're going to then move into another role, but they've never actually indicated that that's their desire to their boss so then the boss hires externally to fill the role when they didn't know you had a desired interest in that yeah and that's um keeping up communication with your bosses as well about Mm. when you have spent maybe a year a year and a half in that particular role um and if you if also another thing too is that if your bosses aren't looking at you to take on that further step why and that's another conversation you can have. Why exactly. was I not considered for that role when I specified it to you? Exactly. Exactly. Excellent. All right. Do you want number to move two? On to number two. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Trust your gut. Your gut instinct is going to be one of your best friends in your property management career. And I think one of the reasons why is because you do need to trust your gut when it comes to processing applications, meeting people. Um, when you're out and about in the workforce, for example, doing routine inspections, entry condition reports, exit condition reports, and just having your wits about you as well. Yeah, making sure you're safe at all times, just trust your gut. And I think it also goes for when you're interviewing for jobs. Yeah. Have a look around at the start. See what the work environment's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and trust your gut on that as well for you. If you go into an interview and it might be the best company in your area, but your gut's telling you something wrong there, trust it's it. probably right because it's easy to find a bad person to work for in property it management is. or real estate yeah. in general. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we've both had a few a few bad gut instincts before. Yeah, for sure. So the third one we have is don't fall into the drinking culture. This is mm. a really big one for me. This is huge. I find. Yeah, I just find that it's very easy to be like, oh, I've had such a tough day because property management is tough. When I go home, I'm going to have a drink. And it turns into a bottle or you might hear the other girls at work saying, I'm going to have a glass of wine, I'm going to have a bottle of wine, which is so fine. But it's just a very slippery slope into a bottle a night. And I just have seen it really deteriorate people's mental health and you're not really prepared for your next day and you feel like you have to because everyone else in the office is the the brain fog that you get the next day like you're not functioning and then you don't eat right the next day because you're still recovering from the bottle of wine or the glass of wine that you had the night before 
Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine after a stressful day. Absolutely wrong, not. But I just have seen a very slippery slope of like this bottle of wine culture and it's yeah. just something that as a young person starting out in property management, unfortunately it's just an unspoken thing that it, it's happened in a lot of offices that I've seen. Absolutely. I've heard it from yeah. other property managers that I talk to. It's the same thing. So just be mindful of that. Don't let anyone pressure you in or just like hearing people talking about it all the time makes you feel like that's something you have to do. Go home yeah. and have a warm cup of tea. If you want to have your wine, don't get me wrong, go for it. But just be mindful it, it is something that comes up uh, because the job is so stressful. Exactly. Yeah, completely agree. Number four, you're responsible for your career and don't put all of your eggs in the one basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that um, especially for both of us, like we have our own thing going on and yeah. that's quite intentional because you never know what's going to happen where you work. Like they could sell the rent roll and exactly. you might not want to work for the person who's bought it. You could just decide you need to move towns because of your family. You could yeah. just not want to work for that company anymore. There could be a change of staffing and it's just not the culture that suits you anymore. And no matter what it is, you don't want your career to be tied to the person which you work for. So I'd be yeah. really intentional about if you're going to create yourself some social media, don't tie it to the agency name that you're working for. And I think there's a big trend of this going on now, which is there really is a good huge to see. Trend. Yeah. Yeah. But you but just also oh, that's keeping what in I mind do. that you don't own that business. So you don't know what's going on in the back end. Yeah. You only know what the business wants you to know. And I think it's really important to take responsibility for your career and make sure that you're paving a way forward for your career, no matter what agency you're at. Like, you know, be proud to represent the agency you work for, but just make sure that you're responsible for your career detached from that agency. Don't put all your eggs in one basket and just make a career and a name for yourself. And, you know, that's also a way that, um, employers in the future might be like oh my god look at the presence that he she's or she doing has. Yeah, yeah and like she's doing he or she's doing so well um I want them it opens you up to other opportunities as well yeah yeah absolutely um number five buy, buy a huge, huge diary, diary. <laughs> write everything <laughs> down so every year I would go to like the cheap shop and get a huge like a five is it diary and yeah. it would just be like a day a page and that way you can write everything down you want to do in that day and then you either cross it or highlight it off and then anything you don't get done write it on the next page the next day the next day because you can't yeah and you can't rely on your brain it's just good to have somewhere if you're a, you know someone who likes writing things down it's good to have somewhere to do that and they're so cheap they're like a couple of dollars from the cheap shop and they are. that way you've just you've just got somewhere for everything to go no one's perfect and you're not going to remember everything and I don't think there's any point in trying to remember everything especially with so many moving Agreed. parts in property management yeah and I mean this year um you like you know that I love the Steph plate the Steph pace business mm. planners um I rate yeah. them to the end of planet earth so if you did want to spend that a little bit extra money um Steph has a like a really great range of planners I personally love the business planner I've used it for the last couple of years and my 2024 diaries arrived now so I do 
I do rate her planners as well. If you are looking for something a little bit more like that's not budget friendly at all, <laughs> um, but worth every cent when it comes to planning your day-to-day life as well. I think that if you are someone who does have a social media presence, you're running a business, something like that, it's worth the investing in getting the business yeah. planner. I've even had previously, she had a notebook and it was to-do list. And yeah. one side was personal, one side was professional. I loved having that. So anything that come up in my day, I could write stuff down about my family and my home life to do. And on the other yeah. side, it was all my work stuff. And I've had her just regular diaries before and they are fabulous as well. There's a lot of wellness, books. There's, um, and they're just nice to write Business, budgeting. Yeah, and they're well laid out. So I would highly recommend them as well. Um, but if you maybe, I used to have that for my personal stuff and then I would have um just the cheap one that sat on my desk all the time for all my day-to-day stuff because a lot can pop up in a day yeah absolutely number six is have your state's legislation on hand and refer to it save it on your computer desktop and as we even in like a bookmark in your browser as well yeah yeah which whatever works for you um but most people don't know that you can control F, which brings up a search bar. And if you want to search anything in legislation when it comes to your state's relevant act, it is super handy, super handy. You can type in whatever you want into that act, like that control F bar, and it will bring up pretty much the section that you name. Yeah. Yeah. It's really Inspections, cool. It's a- break leases. It saves you from also going to people in your office all the time and asking questions. I really encourage people to ask as many questions as possible, but sometimes yeah, you don't too. have a boss that's recept- receptive to you yeah. asking them all the time and interrupting them because, you know, they've got things to get on with as well. So that's a good place to check before you go and ask the question because you yeah. might be able to find find the answer yourself or be like, hey, Absolutely. I found the act, but I don't understand this. It's just something good to have there. And I think you also said the tenancy agreement as well, having a copy of the Yeah, the GTA. Yeah, yeah. And another thing in Queensland, we have the RTA, which is the Residential Tenancies Authority, using her because um, she's great. Yeah. Um, all right, number seven, we all learn different ways. So if you prefer to have your checklist in front of you of what you need to do every single day or a checklist for how to do, like how to refund a bond, how to um, like an exit procedure, an entry procedure, like. Yeah, we have like a leasing board, a leasing board, which is everything from listing the property through to advertising, marketing. You all learn different ways. So if you need a checklist, make one, write it down and email yourself. If you're out on the road and you don't have a pen and notepad, email yourself. Like you might come back to a million and one notes that have ticked through your brain, but at least you won't forget anything. And you've got to figure out, are you someone who wants to write everything down in a diary and get it out of your brain that way? Or are you someone who prefers to, yes, send the emails and do it like digitally, like figure out which way you learn best. Do you learn best from repetitively doing things? If you do, maybe it's worth filming yourself on Loom doing the task so then you can go back and watch it again maybe you need to do that once and then create a procedure out of it there's lots of things that you can do you just have to figure out how do you learn best and accommodate to that because it doesn't matter how everyone else teaches you how to do something you just need to take that 
learn how to do it and then and re-engineer it in a way that like you're going to be able to actually sustainably learn because there's a million times I've been taught things and it's just not my style of learning or my style of how to do things I and agree. so you need to take the initiative and it might you know you can just do whatever they teach you at the end of the day but if you can adopt it in a way that you're going to learn better it's only going to make your life easier, easier. so like I have I have um, Trello checklists and they're accessible on my phone as well. So I really like those, but then I also like having a physical diary. Um, I also like to do the looms. So I'll record the screen and that's how I like to go back and look at procedures. It's a little different now I have my own business, but, you know, you figure out the way that you learn best and it will just only help propel you forward Absolutely. basically. Absolutely. And also just to touch back on that is we we all learn different ways. So if you are a doer and you need to do it and that's how you learn, then that's totally fine as well. But if you are like me, like I need to see someone do it, I need to write it down and then I need to kind of then just do it in my own way but still getting the same yeah, result. Some people then, yeah. need to watch other people's need to do number we'll just move on to number eight so yeah seeing your portfolio as a business understand the inner workings of the portfolio so basically see how the clogs turn in the back end of the portfolio um yeah and if the portfolio is starting to perform well you know your worth yeah so I think for me I think for me um there's a lot of tasks within running a portfolio that yeah can be can be really overwhelming because there's a lot of moving mm. things but if you understand how they work and how they propel the company that you're working for forward you'll have a better understanding so basically um you'll have you know your routine inspections that's keeping customer satisfaction making sure the properties are staying in check that they're well taken care of that everything is all as it should be and that the tenants are happy and the maintenance is getting done you've then got your uh like leasing of the property that is generating a letting fee for um, your company. And then you've also got, uh, what have you got? I'm having a mind blank, lease renewals. So making sure your yeah. renewals are up to date, that's generating another fee for your portfolio that's bringing in more income. So just understanding yeah. what fee is associated with what task will help you understand why that task is important. Run your portfolio like it's a business you want to run a successful business you want to run a successful portfolio what's generating the money and yeah. what's keeping your client satisfaction and, and then I think is, that'll give you just yeah. a better understanding of why you're doing what you're doing absolutely and this also comes into um whether you own your business and the portfolio that you're working on or if you are just an employee because if you are just an employee well not just but if you are an employee and your portfolio is doing very well, then this gives you like grounds to ask for a pay rise as well, especially if your portfolio is doing really well and it is working and just flowing as it should be. Exactly. Like you can take that to your boss and say, hey, all these things are here, here and here. And I know these are generating income for the business and I think that I deserve a pay rise. It's also yep. grounds to go to another um, company and say, look, this is the type of portfolio I'm running. It's very tidy. This yeah, is where and if you are. ever, and this yeah, is why absolutely. I most value. Yeah, 
Yeah, and if you ever are in the, like, if you ever do need to, I guess, get another job elsewhere, you can show how your portfolio runs and how it works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. Number nine is collaborate and get to as many conferences as you can. Yep. So if you're working for someone, ask them, hey, I want to go to this. Can I go? Will you pay for it? Like, you know, ask them if there is anything that you can go to. And, yeah, just say yes to as many opportunities as you can. You know, most places around Australia now are doing coffee and conversations. That's like a low-cost thing that you can go to, collaborate with other property managers. Yeah, which we both run. Yeah. There's lots of free um, webinars that a lot of like the leading coaches run. There's a lot of like Facebook groups like the IGT Inner Circle. I know yeah. that Sarah Sincotter sometimes runs free workshops. I know that Amani sometimes runs free workshops. Ash, there's good child over something. in Perth. Yeah. She always runs free workshops. Um, yeah. And just getting it's involved. Not all the time, but just like making sure you're across all those things. And, you know, that's what I did. Like, there wasn't really a budget for me to be going out and joining all of these, um, like, groups. But what I did was just took all the free information that I could get, all the podcasts, all the free workshops, yeah. and just co- like, re- there's so many property managers on Instagram and Facebook now connect with them there and and don't be afraid to reach out to them and ask questions absolutely not and do you know what like I I don't know about you but I do get messages from other property managers um Mm -hmm. like just around going oh can you help me with this can you help me with um like I need help or um how do I go to my boss about this and do you know what like I just think that's so great that they're comfortable they feel comfortable enough to come to me and ask those type of questions and I'm more than happy to help um I can guide them most of them are actually New South Wales property managers which I should start referring to you (laughs) send them to me (laughs) because because I'm like well I can't really help with legislation but I can help if you do have an issue with your boss or an employee or something like that because I can help guide you but I can't really help with legislation because I'm I know nothing about New South Wales tenancy law yeah so I think there's just so many benefits to having like a network of people absolutely our network of property managers are just like so invaluable and it's something that I really wish I did a long time ago me too and I don't know like I've met some like I've met you I know um, Alice Gemmel, like there's just so many people that are like so crucial to my life now that are all in property management that I'm like I don't know what I would do without you guys so I just I don't know how yeah you can you guys keep (laughs) me sane I just think there's like a whole world out there and just like yeah if you can afford to go to like the great there's great conferences um go to them if you can afford to join or save up for these things like they'll only like they, they're worth their weight in gold like just Absolutely. try and get to as much things as you can and if you don't have the budget for it right now there's an abundance of three things that will also allow you to connect with other people and just put your hand up for things as well like the coffee conversations if there's not one right in your area reach out to ash and offer to host it if there yeah. is um yeah you can just get like there's just so many yeah. Yeah, and like so many things you can do, and like and like Ash always preaches, it's um, collaboration over competition, and I think that's a a huge thing that needs to change in the property management industry as well. Because at the end of the day, we're all colleagues. 
we're all working this yeah. like we're all working the same um you know and market we're all going like through the same things will- someone will reach out to you with a problem you'll be like I have just gone through this like and you're it's just invaluable all of it the learning the the connections the friends you make like the yeah there's it's just all invaluable so I really encourage people to like get amongst the community as much as you can from the outset yeah absolutely well I think that wraps today's episode that is nine things that we wish we knew before or when we started in property management management. there's no right or wrong way to go about your career but these are just a few things that we thought hey these would have probably been golden things to know from someone trusted from the beginning yeah absolutely cool all right i'll start recording yeah oh i'm just gonna